Welcome to Modern Day Economics, where we teach people how to network and improve their careers, improve their lives. And we also talk about the economy, what the heck's going on, to help you put it in the context of how to network, why to network, and why the heck this is important. Today, we're going to actually talk about something a little bit different, uh, a little bit away from networking. But first, check us out at moderndayeconomics.com. Make sure to download our networking report. If you are interested in networking, it gives you the top five reasons why people fail at networking. Make sure you don't do this yourself. Save you some time. Today, we're going to talk about how to buy a house. So, uh, and the reason we're talking about how to buy a house, well, I get this question all the time. Hey, how do I buy a house? How do I buy a house? What's the way to buy a house? Well, you know, um, there's certainly a process to it. We're, we're just going to give a, a personal opinion. This is not advice or real estate advice in any way, shape, or form. Talk a little bit more about the process, uh, just based on personal opinion and experience. Nothing more than that. But uh, with that, let's get right into it. So, buying a house. Maybe you're a first-time homeowner. Maybe you're just tired of paying rent. When you pay rent, of course, that's money that just goes into the landlord's pocket. You're never getting that back. Sure, you have the uh, flexibility degree of you can live in place. Then you can say, you know what? I want to move to a different state. I don't necessarily like my state. Want to change jobs makes it a lot easier if you are renting versus owning. But if you have uh, an understanding that you're going to be living in a place for at least, let's say, about three years, maybe it makes sense to buy a house if you are in the financial position to do so. So, number one, when should you buy a house? When is a good idea to buy a house? Because not everyone should buy a house. Let me start with that right there. Not everyone should buy a house. Um, if you are in a ton of bad debt, Right, and I'm talking about necessarily maybe credit card debts, variable interest uh, debt. Essentially, we talked about the two types of debt here. There's debt to consume and debt to produce. Right, if you have a boatload of debt to consume, I would consider maybe paying that off before you're looking at buying a house. It might be a little bit more wiser of a move. You might reduce your level of risk uh, a little bit before you go into something like buying a house. Because thing with you buy a house, I mean. If you buy wrong, it's really hard to get out of it. <laughs> it it's uh, there's there's a certain degree of risk that comes with this. If you you're able to reduce the risks on other things, like any other bad debt that you have, any other variable rate debt or debt to consume that you might have out there, consider paying that off. It might be helpful in the long run. At least it'll reduce your risk. So that's the first thing. Number two, you want to have some cash on the side when you buy a house. You're responsible for repairs, okay? And things are going to happen. You don't know when, you don't know when, what, but you know they're going to happen. It's just it's just a thing. It's going to happen, okay? Your water heater might go out. Your roof might go bad. Um, all kinds of stuff can happen. And when you are renting out, you just call the landlord and say, hey, this is wrong. This is broken. Please fix it. And that's it. That's the extent of it. You're not responsible for that. If you own the house, you are responsible for it. So... Uh, having somewhat of an emergency fund on the side uh, or a fund for repairs may be a good idea for you. So keep that in mind if you're considering buying a house. Okay, so uh, you have these two things in place uh, and you are ready to buy a house. Well, make sure you have good credit. That'll help you a lot in getting the best rate possible. So you might, maybe your credit is okay. That doesn't, maybe you'll still be able to get a, a loan. But if you're fixing a loan for 30 years, over time, if you have a rate that's a little bit higher, that's going to add up to maybe even tens of thousands of dollars in interest that you're going to overpay. 
So try to make sure that your credit is good. Um, work on it over time. And if you are at that point now, uh, make sure you shop around. So before you even buy a house, call different banks in your area. Call different banks, compare rates, see what works, see who offers the best rates, the most competitive rates, and develop a relationship with a lender. And try to get a pre-approval letter. That will certainly help you out. So next thing, pick a realtor. No, don't pick your... Um, your friend from high school or from college or your neighbor. No, you are buying what might be the most large investment of your lifetime. Make sure you hire a professional. Hire someone that has a proven track record of success and someone that you believe might act in your best interest and not in the best interest of the commission that he's going to be receiving, right? So one way to do this is just ask for referrals from people you know and trust. You just ask them, who do you know? Who do you trust? Well, sometimes that might work out for you. Sometimes it won't, but guess what? You're probably at a better likelihood of being successful doing that than just, you know, answering to a local newspaper ad, right? So keep that in mind as well. Next thing on the list, always, <laughs> and I say always, do an inspection, especially with first-time home buyers. You see all the time that um, they go in, they just buy a home, and you know, maybe don't care about the inspection. They maybe don't pay attention to what's in the inspection. The inspection is a way to know what can go wrong, and what can go wrong fast, and what can be expensive to fix. So understand what you're getting into before you buy a house. So th those are the key things, really high level view. I mean, this really isn't real estate advice at all, but just high level view of a few things to keep in mind when you buy a house. So make sure you understand your market. I would recommend if you're really serious about buying a home, Spend at least six months looking at properties every single day. I want you to look at properties every single day, every type of property that's in the category and price range that you're looking at. Because only then you're really going to be able to identify a good deal. Right? If you really understand a market, you're going to understand when you are not overpaying and when there are things that maybe you can actually use to your advantage, right? Maybe a home is um, selling for a little bit less because a few cosmetic issues are bringing down the demand significantly, right? A couple things that are less than a thousand bucks. Maybe there's some uh, wallpaper of, uh, <laughs> of Star Wars, for example, <laughs> just making this up. Or some wallpaper of, um, who knows, uh, some famous rock star <laughs> and you can just tear that up and get painted. <laughs> it shouldn't be too expensive to do right. And, uh, make money that way. So just a few things, very high level of, uh, things to keep in mind when you're buying a house, especially if you're a first time homeowner. Um, if you're interested in uh, learning more about real estate, there's plenty of podcasts out there that go a lot more, deeper into the investment portion of real estate, but just really want to put this out there 
to make sure that everyone is understanding the market and doing inspections and really doing a thorough search when they're comparing lenders just to make sure you're getting a good deal. So keep this in mind. Thank you for listening to Modern Day Economics and stay tuned for more networking advice and economic events and news.